Good morning, great morning, ladies. Good morning, wives who wore. I didn't realize it was already 535. My apologies. Um, just enjoying the worship this morning and seeking God as it relates to victory. Um, because it's Triumphant Tuesday. And I'm just here to remind you all that we have victory over sin and death. We have victory over sickness. We have victory over lack. We have victory um, in our marriages where the enemy would try to distract us and cause us to be at odds with one, an with one another. Um, we have victory. God has given us the victory um, over the enemy. Valletta, we have victory. There is victory in literally. Um, when I think back over my life, and I know that this is true for many of you, and I see where the Lord has brought me from. Hindsight, because I didn't see it when I was in it. Y'all know how that is, right? Hindsight, the hand of the Lord, has been on my life for many years. It's one thing to know of God, but then there's a, another thing to know who God is and what he's been to you. There's the knowing of, and then there's the relationship, right? So I knew God, but it was the relationship that I was lacking, the intimate relationship. Um, so when I begin to think back over my life and I begin to think about the victory that he handed me on the other side, Literally, the hand of God has been over my life for years, and we miss it. So today, um, and I know it's Triumphant Tuesday, um, but I need to remind you all that regardless as to what it is, you are facing regardless as to what it is you are dealing with regardless to um, what you're seeing in your natural eye or through your natural eye God has already worked it and he's working it for your good he's already turning it and he's working it for your good um, you may not see it, you may not sense it, and you're probably questioning God, how much longer will I have to wait to reach my victory, to reach the place where I get to rejoice 
because I won. God, how much longer will I have to begin to question why it's not working? Why haven't I gotten this? Or why haven't I gotten that? Why haven't I been able to do this or to do that? But listen, God told me to remind you that victory, in fact, is yours. To remind them, Denise, that oftentimes delayed is not me saying I'm denying them. But delayed may be that they've not, they've not gotten to a place where they can receive the victory. They're wavering in their faith. There's spots of doubt, lack of preparation. And we talked about this on last week, right? And or just as the slaves were free and didn't realize it, some of you may have gained the victory, but because you're so caught up in the thing, you've not even stopped to rejoice that you already have the victory. Celebrate the small wins. Celebrate every time you think about the goodness of God and where he's brought you from. Celebrate every breakthrough that happens. As I was looking and searching for um, a few things to tie together, right, as it relates to victory, um, one of the things that crossed my mind are we, many of us are looking to experience breakthrough as a result of being able to claim victory. Um, let, let me just start here. Genesis 32, 24 through 28. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. As he wrestled with him and he said, let me go for the day breaketh. 
And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and hath prevailed. It's something about when God changes your name. And in the changing of your name, he tells you that you have power with me and power with men and that you have prevailed. I was attached to this 6 a.m. prayer call Monday through Saturday at the time, I think it was. And I remember praying. And then I remember them saying to me, um, or, or it came up in something else, right? And I remember them calling me Nala, N-A-L-A. And as I go back and I, you know, I began to research and figure out what Nala meant. Nala is a lion. And she's not just part of the Lion King. I think that's the movie, right? But when, as I began to search, um, it, it, it is and was who I am in the spirit realm. So my, I say that to say, go back and ask God what he calls you. And what came with the name? If you've not researched your own name, research your name and understand what it means in the spirit realm. Because many of you don't know your identity. And because you don't know your identity, many of you won't operate in victory. Many of you, your victory is tied to your identity. For many of you, victory is your birthright. Birthright, i.e. who God says you are. So here, here's where we are. Listen. I simply come to remind you that breakthrough is on the way and you shall have the victory. And many of you already have victory, but you operate as if you aren't victorious.
You operate as if you live a less than victorious life. You operate as if God hasn't delivered you from something. You operate as if God hasn't given you victory over death. You operate as if you are still ill. When Belperazine has already shown up on the scene, Belperazine is the god of the breakthrough. For many of you, it's your thought process that has you captive to less than victory. I hear God saying that things are about to change. That it is a dawning of a new day and a new day is dawning. But that during this season, there are some things you will have to wrestle with alone. And unless you wrestle with those things, you will not see the blessing that God has downloaded into the equation of destiny, purpose, and time manifested. There is a place in God where the space is big enough for only you. Once you are there, you must press into his secret place. In, it's in this place you will have the greatest opportunity to wrestle with life-altering issues in prayer. Like Jacob, you will experience a sense of aloneness, not loneliness, aloneness. It is the safest place to spend me time. Everyone needs me time, a time for you to discover who you really are. A time where you are not defined by what you do or did but who God originally designed you to be. Do not allow others to define who you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Do not mistake your aloneness with loneliness. There is a distinct difference between aloneness and loneliness. And oftentimes we blur the lines. We blur the lines and that's not what this is. 
God told me to remind you that breakthrough is on the way. There is a difference between loneliness and aloneness. Loneliness occurs when there is, an, is a voluntary state wherein a person positions himself in a place of solitude and separation. Aloneness, on the other hand, is a voluntary state wherein a person positions herself in a place of, excuse me, in a, a solitude and separation. Let me back up. Let me back up. Because I need you to understand this. Do not mistake your aloneness with loneliness. Don't do it. They are two very different words. There's a difference between loneliness and aloneness. Loneliness occurs when there is a voluntary, excuse me, an involuntary and obvious absence of people who contribute to your sense of belonging. Loneliness occurs when there is an involuntary and obvious absence of people who contribute to your sense of belonging. Aloneness, on the other hand, is a voluntary state wherein a person positions herself in a place of solitude of, and separation. Solitude and separation versus involuntary and obvious absence of people who contribute to your sense of belonging. I'm with this person because when I'm with them, they make me feel a part of. Now that I'm not with them, I feel like I'm detached, like I'm missing something. Aloneness is when you step back and you have a Selah moment in yourself, of yourself, by yourself in God. It's in this season, you must find your place of solitude, that place of aloneness to wrestle with your destiny. This is a season where prayer and fasting will catapult you into a realm of prosperity, health, and success. When you choose this place, you will soon discover that you have chosen to dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. Because it's in that place where he hides me. It's in that place where he begins to speak to me and tell me that I belong to him, that I am his own, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that everything I need, right, is found in him. It's in that place of aloneness with God, that I don't have to be anything other than who God says I am. I'm gonna have to be mama, I don't have to be wife. I don't have to be sister. I don't have to be strong. I don't have to know it all, right? Because everybody is pulling on me. Everybody is pulling on me. 
but it's in that secret place where I can be vulnerable. It's in that secret place when I can literally just get a pillow and use it, right? as my soft place where there are no cares in the world but I'm in this place of just there no agenda I'm just there Wrestling with personal issues in this place will always cause you to emerge with more than what you discard there. It's in that place where I get to ask God what he requires of me. It's in that place where I get to just work on me. Not everybody else that's pulling on us. Not everybody else that requires something of us. But I get to inquire of the one who made me as to what it is he's requiring of me. You will always prevail from this place and you'll always prevail over the enemy in this place if you feel that you will if if you feel like you will come out with less it means the enemy has prevailed over your life you have to stay in this place with god until you break through This is not the season for the enemy to prevail. This is the season for the body of Christ to prevail. Decree and declare this over your situation. I am coming out with more and Lord, I will not leave until you bless me. God, I am coming out with more and I won't leave from this place until you bless me. Meaning after I've encountered God. In that place of solitude and aloneness. As I'm encountering God, I'm facing everything that has been coming up against me. I'm inquiring of the Lord as to what it is he's requiring of me. Then I'm telling him that I'm not leaving your presence, oh God, until you bless me. God, I'm coming out of this place with more. And I'm not leaving here until you bless me. 
if I have to stay in your presence all night, I'm not coming out of here until you bless me. I'm not coming out of here until you break me through in this area of my life. I'm not coming out of here, God, until you break me through out of that area in my life. Won't do it. Will not do it. If I have to turn the sign on the door to say out of office, out of office, do not disturb whatever it is you need to do. I've been telling my, my sister girl that I'm so feeling a, a night of worship or whatever that is. Originally, I said to her, I feel a advance because I refuse to retreat um, where we can just rest in the Lord. And do what he, whatever he says, do in the moment. I am so an atmosphere person over an agenda. I understand we need structure. But when God comes in and begins to lavish us with his love and his presence, at that point, there is no agenda. There is no structure because he is our structure. He is our agenda. What he says goes, nothing else matters. Yeah. I'm coming out with more and Lord, I will not leave until you bless me. I'm coming out with more and God, I won't leave until you bless me. We might need to get a hotel suite and some sleeping bags. It ain't got to be pretty in terms of laid out. That's what, see, that's the problem. We want it to be just right when we arrive. When God is just saying, come. And I'll meet you in the place that you have chosen. But we want all the bells and the whistles, right? We want the tables to be decorated. We want all the, the fluff. We want the balloons and we want all of the things. We, we believe we want it to be pretty. 
but our stuff is ugly. But God is just saying, you just need a place. You just need a place. And you just need to come so that I can pour. Because I, God, have already decorated the atmosphere for you. I, God, have already created an atmosphere of celebration. You just need a place. And what it looks like on the inside. doesn't look like what you look like on the inside. So just come to the place that I have designed for you. That's where I'll be waiting, says God. Yeah. So God, we thank you. And God, we praise you. And God, we magnify your name. But God, I'm telling you, I'm coming out of this and I'm coming out with more. And God, I'm not leaving until you bless me. And I mean, bless me indeed. So as we leave this place, and never from your presence, be with us, lead us and guide us, show us the way, for our way is not your way. Yeah. I'm coming out with more. And in addition to coming out with more, I'm coming out with my hands up. Free from everything that held me down. Free in my mind, free, in my body, free from past hurt and baggage, free from doubt and disbelief. 
promise you, I am going to find us a place. That has not been decorated. Uh, that's good, Shannon. <laughs> Shannon said we're going to have a pray over and not a sleepover. Shannon, help us find a place. Um, ping me. Um, I think I got your number, but just in case. Um, I'm telling you, we got to do it. We have to do it. It's absolutely necessary. Um, yeah. Have an amazing day. I love you all. Um, I love God. And I love the fact that he continues to pour over us um, because of commitment. And y'all not committed to me and I don't want you to be committed to me, but I want you to be committed to the God in me. So may the Lord watch between you and me while we're absent, one from another. This we ask in Jesus' name. Thank God and amen. Amen.